Welcome to the Student Sessions, the unedited podcast for students and graduates that tells it like it is and addresses the issues that are important to you today and every day. Brought to you by Greher Media and hosted by Tonya Galati. Hi, and welcome to the Student Sessions with me, Tonya. Today I'm joined by Ashley Hal and Dee Dee from Kingston University. Ashley is from South Africa. She completed her four-year undergraduate Bachelor of Science degree at the University of Cape Town and then moved to the UK to study and has just completed her Master's in Occupational and Business Psychology at Kingston University. She is currently completing an internship in research and analysis for a small independent consulting firm. In the future, she hopes to work for a company that has people, passion and purpose at the heart of what they do in a role that allows her to flourish beyond the parameters of the role. How recently graduated from Kingston University, where he studied BSc Honours in Sports Science with Business, which included a study year abroad at both the University of Economics in Prague and Bond University in Australia. He's currently working as a research and analysis intern at a consultancy business, and in the future, he wants to gain more experience in the consulting industry and potentially undertake a master's in either business management or analytics. Didi studied politics and international relations at Kingston University, and currently she's working as a research intern for an education consultancy and also within a waste to energy company. She hopes to work in community development in the future. Hi, Hal. Hi, Didi. Hi, Ashley. How are you all doing? Good, doing well. Hey, yeah, good, uh, doing well, thank you. Hi, I'm great, thanks. Can't complain. <laughs> Welcome all of you to the student sessions. Thanks very much for joining us today. Thank you for having us. Yeah, thank you so much. Thanks for having us. It's really exciting. Let's start by hearing a little bit about you all and your journey to university. So, Hal, do you want to start us off? Yeah, of course. So, um, I went to Kingston University. Uh, my nationality is British. Whilst I was at Kingston University, I studied sports science with business. And originally, I was unsure whether I wanted to go to university. Uh, I took a year out uh, to sort of gather my thoughts and and see whether it was the right thing for me. But in the end, uh, I made the decision to do it because I felt for my future um, that it was the the best option for me at the time. Uh, At the moment, I'm doing an internship as a research and and analysis intern uh, for a consulting company. I think that's all of me for now. Great. Okay, thanks very much. Ashley? Um, I'm from Stellenbosch, um, which is a little town in South Africa, just about an hour out of Cape Town. Um, My university career started when I finished school. I was 18. Um, Not going to university wasn't really an option um, in South Africa if you don't have an undergrad and um, getting a job's really tough so university was kind of just an obvious next step um so if you're in a position to go to university you go so I went to the University of Cape Town and I did a Bachelor of Science in Human Anatomy Physiology and Psychology um which I know is a mouthful um it's ultimately a pre-med I was planning on doing medicine and two years in decided to change route and and um, focus more on psychology and um, and in South Africa, it was quite hard to switch from a science-based degree to a business-focused master's. And so I started looking abroad and I found occupational and business psychology master's at Kingston. Um, and yeah, that brought me to London and it came with a placement year, which I'm sure all international lis- listeners can relate that having a placement year is an amazing advantage um, if you don't have a British passport. And so I've just handed in my dissertation for my master's and completed that and I'm currently doing 
um, an internship at a small consul consulting firm and then I'm going to look for a job for my placement here to keep going with that. Brilliant, thanks very much Ashley and Didi. Yeah, so I was born here in London but my family is from Kosovo. Uh, education was always talked about as number one so even though I wanted to take a gap year after high school um, I applied for university instead. I actually ended up changing my degree choice twice just a few weeks before we started because um, I wasn't 100% sure about what to study. But I settled on politics and international relations um, at Kingston University and honestly it's been a great three years. Uh, it gave me so much, so much more than just an education. And you'll, have, you'll hear that a lot but it's true. Um, I graduated this spring and now I'm working and taking some time to learn new skills. Brilliant. Thank you all very much. And thanks very much for taking the time to talk to us today. Um, we are talking about what uh, students can expect from working from an independent business. So just to start with, how can you tell us what we mean when we say an independent business? So I guess the, the simple explanation of an independent business is one that's free from outside control. Uh, usually privately owned uh, as opposed to like a public limited company uh, which are usually uh, owned through investment shares or the stock market um, and often independent businesses are sole proprietorship companies. So you're all three doing an internship at the same um, independent business so before we talk about that um, Didi can you talk a little bit about what made you want to go and work for an independent business? Uh, yeah so with independent businesses, I think you get a lot of freedom and a lot of creativity. Um, they're usually small and local and as a consequence, a lot closer to their customers, their clients. Um, that human element is really important to me. Uh, and finally, I think because you get to join the business on the beginning or the middle of their journey, um, your work can really provide value. Brilliant. And have you worked for larger companies before, Didi? Have you got kind of something to compare to? Uh, yeah, yeah, a couple. Okay, and how do you find it differs? The atmosphere differs a lot. The scope of responsibilities, the culture, but that's all it is really. It's just different. I'm not saying that working for larger companies is terrible. It really just depends on how you are as a person, like what your work ethic is. Um, and Ashley, what about you? What drew you to work for a smaller independent business? I think coming out of uni, I had all this new knowledge and skills that I was so eager to use. And a small business really felt like an environment where um, my skills would be valued and recognized and I could really utilize my strengths and grow from the process. Um, I think my concern was in a really large company that I might just be a number and just get a bit lost in the system and not really be using my strengths um, at work. Um, I really wanted to feel part of a team as well, which is exactly how I feel now. I feel like for a small independent business, they really value you and what you do and the role you can play in the company. And do you feel, Ashley, that you've had a lot of responsibility early on, which I think obviously differs, doesn't it, from a larger corporate? Often you've kind of got quite a long um, induction process, but do you feel that you've been able to take on responsibility quite quickly? Definitely. I felt like I've been able to dive right in and there's also a lot more freedom to be proactive and really take the opportunity and make it your own. So I really feel like there's been a lot of freedom to take on a lot of responsibility and, and own it. So how can you tell our listeners a little bit about what it is like to work for an independent business and one that, what they might be able to expect? 
Um, so I guess the other two, Didi and Ashley, have both touched on it a bit before, but you definitely expect a lot tighter of a community. So you'll get to know all the staff that works for that company um, or business, which which I think is a really good thing because you get to know all the sort of aspects of that individual company. Um, and from that, you, you'll definitely get into a lot of solo projects, but also group projects uh, around the business. And, and often what I've found is it, it may not be solely what you've been entrusted to, to do originally, but there's lots of different aspects of the, of the business that, that you'll go into that you may have never done before. So I guess to definitely expect new challenges and, and new opportunities to learn different skills that you may not have come into trying to learn uh, originally. And the three of you went into this independent business um, almost as a three to work on a project, but you'd never met before. So how has it been working on projects from the off with people that you've not met previously? Um, so I found that to begin with, uh, obviously it's, it's an interesting challenge uh, when you, you've never met these people before because you don't know what their personality is like. You don't know how it would be interacting with them on certain tasks. Uh, but I think once you get through, say, the first week or two uh, and you start to get to know the people better as actual people uh, and, and not just another staff member, I think it's it's a really useful and, and, and great way to, to start working for a business. Um, uh, at first, it's it can be challenging because you don't know how to react in certain ways. But I think once you get past the initial barrier of of trying to work with these people, uh, you'll find it's, it's a great help um, trying to work on new tasks that you, you haven't done before. The three of you kind of went into your internship during the middle of a global pandemic, I guess, where everybody had had to adapt to working remotely. So kind of how did you find that, Ashley? So not only working with um, people you'd never met, but actually working remotely and having to work on a project together. Um, it's definitely been a new experience. Um Flexibility wise, it's been um, a lot of flexibility, both time wise and with the type of work you do. So getting a project, it's, we're not all in an office, so we can't all work on a project together. So we split the project into different sections, which really gives a great opportunity to play to your strengths. So you can choose a part of the project you think you'd flourish in and you get to recognize um, the strengths and skills your teammates have and what they're good at and they often can do the things you can't do. And we really, you learn to play off each other quite well. Um, Time-wise, with flexibility, you really have to learn to set your own limits. Um, otherwise, your work week really does get carried away. And um, Communication is easy, especially in a small team. Um, I think I often worried with online communication if it would be uncomfortable or stiff, but it's been easy and it flows and for lack of a better phrase, there's a lot of office banter still on a, on a Zoom call, which is great. And I think with a small team, um, we get to know each other really well. You get familiarized with people quite quickly working online. And building relationships with um, your colleagues has been easier than I thought it would be. Um, so working online has, it's actually been great. And you do feel really valued and recognized still online. I know working for... Um, for a smaller company, I feel that you can still send emails on a Friday and have your work done and you'll get a response saying, thank you, 
so much like you really do feel appreciated and like you're connecting with people on your team even though you're not seeing them face to face right so communication I think that's come out that you feel communication is key for effective teamwork do you feel the same Didi yeah I think that's one of the best things I find where I'm working right now is that ease of communication you know you can even though that we're working online and remote and it's it could be tricky it really really isn't any different um and it's good to know that we can always reach out to members of the team members of the company if we have questions and we even get a weekly one-to-one with our boss which sounds stressful but it's pretty awesome and um, we've talked a lot about the positives and it sounds like you're all having a really positive experience but I think it's also really important to talk about any challenges or barriers that you might have faced so um, if I come to each of you if you could have a think about what you would say in, in response to that so Didi if I come to you first I think there have been plenty of challenges along the way but all in the way of being challenged to grow if that makes sense mm-hmm. so for example, one of our tasks is outreach. Um, so we'll eventually have to call potential clients and discuss what we can offer them. Um, and that's definitely out of my comfort zone. I think big speeches and presentations have always made me feel nervous. But I know what practice I get will just make it easier and also teach me a super valuable skill. And also what's the worst that can happen, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> How what about you? So I feel, especially the fact that it's all been online, uh, one of the main challenges that I've found has been constantly having to communicate in a way that isn't face-to-face. So I, fight, I feel or I have felt that it's been a lot harder to communicate uh, in certain aspects just by constantly emailing um, because I always feel that it's harder to get your points across through that way. But it's also enabled me to push harder to try and get an answer out of someone uh, and and have that opportunity to go further in that sort of respect. So even though it has been harder, uh, I feel that it's improved me as a person for trying to open communication in different ways. Okay, and what about you, Ashley? I think the biggest challenge I've faced has been um, the work-life interference. It's been, there's quite a fine line between balancing your work life and your social life. And I've I'm the kind of person who once I get going on something, I'm full steam ahead and there's really no stopping you. And if you don't set structure, um, the, it really becomes quite blurred as to when you're working and when you're not. So I think the best advice I got actually when I started the internship was a friend told me to on a Monday, um, create structure. So write down your to-dos, my goals, diarize meetings, and then most importantly, set aside time for socializing, seeing friends for coffee, exercising, doing some yoga. Um, and without that structure, my weeks just run away from me. And I mean, I love work and I feel like in an internship, there's in a short amount of time, you want to really prove yourself so you can end up working longer hours than necessary. So I think it's really important to create that structure to draw a balance between work life and social life. And just in terms of I think it was something that um, you might have touched on earlier, Ashley, but I think this is a question for you, Hal, based on something you've just said. Um, Do you feel like, regardless of the fact that you've had to work remotely or not, I guess just thinking about working for a small business as opposed to working for a corporate, do you feel that you've been able to kind of get your personality across within kind of working within a small team or do you have, have you found that more challenging? In some ways I've found it more challenging because a lot of, People say, uh, and it has been 
quoted before that your personality is shown through loads of different aspects. So your the way your body language is, uh, especially, and I think things like that is quite hard to get across, especially through like a Zoom call or something like that. So I've always felt that there's no subject uh, substitute for uh, face-to-face interactions. Mm-hmm. But I have felt that I've improved quite consistently uh, over the past couple of months working an independent business online. Um, that uh, my personality has improved in in sort of expressing myself in ways that I wouldn't have normally. And what about you, Didi? What would you say to that? It's it's much easier. You can definitely, you know, really apply yourself and really bring your strength to the table. With bigger companies, there's, you know, very rigid, rigid structure, I think, in terms of what you can do, how much freedom you have with, like, challenges that you face or the work that you're doing. But working, working with the independent business now, it's, it hasn't been hard at all. I think I've definitely been able to, you know, play to my strengths and bring value in a way that, you know, I can. So this is um, something that we've touched on, I think, in previous episodes, that there is a perception amongst university students or students in general that um, working for a large corporate and having a large corporate on your CV is the better option so kind of considering opportunities to work for a smaller business are often kind of considered later when there are no other opportunities available how why do you think it's important that our listeners don't limit themselves when searching for jobs and that they don't just focus on the big companies um i feel that there's a lot more or a lot different uh things that you can get out of working for a smaller business um I feel that, especially as we've touched on before, you can learn so many different skills that you probably wouldn't have in, in a larger company because with most larger companies, you have a set structure uh, and a set way of doing things and, and there's sort of less uh, variation around that. Whereas with a smaller business, um, you're appreciated much more uh, and, and you get more freedom in, in what you're able to try and do for the company. Uh, I feel that you have a bigger voice that you can put forward to uh, enable yourself to have more opinions uh, and, and sort of change the direction of the company if, if you feel that's necessary. I feel there's a lot uh, more scope in that respect. Thanks very much, Hal. That's um, really, really helpful. I'm mindful that we're coming to the end of our time together. But before you leave us, I'd be keen to know what one bit of advice you would give to one of our listeners or our listeners who might be thinking about a job search and considering going to a small business. So Didi, I'll come to you first. So I think one thing I would say is don't be afraid to really apply yourself. So take those leaps, whether they're big or small. Great advice, Didi. Thank you. How? Um, I feel, especially within a smaller business or a smaller company, uh, to show your worth in a more creative way, uh, as I think you'll get more appreciation uh, through the managers that you work with uh, because there's a, a closer relationship brilliant thanks very much Hal and Ashley I'd say just go for it you'll never regret giving something your all and the worst that can happen is you fail and failure is such an important part of growth so just take every opportunity learn from those around you especially just be a sponge people are so knowledgeable and have so much experience so just absorb it all take it all in and give it give it all you got brilliant thank you all for some really really great advice and great insights and thanks very much for joining us on the student sessions you've been fantastic guests thanks for the opportunity yeah thanks so much thank you so much
Kingston University is passionate about enhancing students' life chances and by helping them make the most of their learning opportunities and equipping them with the skills and knowledge needed in the 21st century demanding workplace. Kingston's vision is that students will be sought after for their academic achievements and their ability to shape society and contribute to the economy. Kingston has over 13,000 home and European students on almost 4,000 overseas students from more than 140 countries. To our listeners, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you want to catch up on any previous episodes, then do follow us on Facebook at TG Consulting. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or Spotify. Thanks for listening to the Student Sessions brought to you by Greyhair Media and hosted by Tonya Galati. Never miss an episode by subscribing. And if you like what you've heard today, why not leave a review and please tell your friends. We'll see you at the next session.